The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is with us for our weekly money spot. Charlie, tell us about the financial institution that will only give you two and a half times your annual income rather than three and a half times for your mortgage. Yeah, Matt, this is a, a, a negative development. ICS Mortgages, which is the old, used to be owned by Bank of Ireland, but they were forced to sell it when, when they got uh, bailout funding and it's now owned by a company called Dillusk. Um, ICS are now only offering two and a half times your income. They've essentially just sort of temporarily put a halt on lending. They'll only uh, lend to a couple if they have a joint income of €100,000. And uh, if you're a first-time buyer, you know, a 10% deposit won't be enough. You need a 20% deposit, 30% for second-time buyers. Other restrictions as well, like if you get overtime and bonuses, like, you know, a Garda might have uh, overtime and bonuses. Uh, a lot of it maybe. And, you know, traditionally, ICS would have done a lot of public servants. You know, it, it, it was the Irish Civil Service Building Society. So, like I was talking to a Garda today, was trying to get a mortgage from them. Um, you know, they won't count any of that overtime or what they call non-variable income. So it's essentially a bit of a shutdown by them temporarily, at least, Matt. They're, 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 they're easing back. Uh, and, you know, it, 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 it just means that those non-bank lenders like ICS and Finance Ireland and Avant, which is a different model, it's not a non-bank lender, they were providing great competition, but they've retreated temporarily from the market essentially by either doing what ICS is doing, restricting lending or putting up their mortgage rates very sharply. Why? Well, that, that, well you, there's a number of reasons. I suppose one of the reasons is they were so competitive. They were, they were eating the lunch at the big banks, which was great. They had such good rates. Avant came in and in 2020, September 2020, with rates under 2%, and uh, there was a flood of business to them. And they probably haven't been able to cope with that flood of business, and they've used up a lot of their funding, and, uh, you know, they need to retreat back. But also, that model uh, of, of, of those kind of uh, non-bank lenders, they raised their money in the markets, and the market rates, as we know, have gone way up. The European Central Bank has put up its rates by half a percent. Wholesale market funding rates are up. Um, so they're, they're, you know, they're they're suffering badly. But with Avant, it's probably a strategic move to kind of just ease back on lending because they've grown so quickly. But with Finance Ireland and ICS, it's it's a it's they've probably they've decided to ease back now, and uh, that's a pity because they were really providing very good competition, keeping the market really honest for AIB and Bank of Ireland, who have about half the mortgage market, and Permanent TSB, who are growing and have, you know bought up a chunk of Ulster Bank loans as well. So it's a really, you know, the, the situation has been turned on its head from a few months ago, even the, all the business was going to Avant, ITS, Finance Ireland. Now it's retreating back to the banks. And I'm just looking at a Best Buy table here now. All of a sudden, the the big increase, incre- interest rate increases we've had from ICS and Finance Ireland and Avant mean then the likes of AIB are now better valued than them. You know, that is a complete turnaround, Matt. And it's great for the banks. It isn't good for competition, unfortunately. Yeah, a listener says, Stephen says, is this not called prudent lending? The market is mad at the moment. But tell us about who's left to provide the lending, because obviously Ulster Bank and KBC are not going to be writing new mortgages anymore. No, and that's why there was a very interesting piece in the Financial Times during the week talking about essentially how the Irish banks are, are, are going to do very well. You know, the, the AIBs and the Bank of Ireland's permanent uh, TSB they're having a once-in-a-generation growth opportunity was the headline on the Financial Times piece. And it quoted some of the Irish bankers essentially crowing about how good the situation is for them at the moment, having bought up those 
uh, mortgage books of of Ulster and, and KBC. They're now doing very well and they're seeing net lending growth. So they are back in the box seat now. And that, that's not great. We need some more competition, Matt. So there could be some on the way. That's the good news. Um, and Post has been talking for a long time about trying to get into the market. Uh, and they look like they may link up with a, 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 a startup called MoCo. Uh, it's 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 headed by a guy called Patrick Good. It's um, Cedar Lending is the company, but the Moco is the brand name. Now Moco might ch- choose to go with brokers either, but either way, there could be a new lender. They're waiting to be authorised by the central bank. Central bank takes forever to authorise new lenders, and there's another one called Nua Lending as well, also trying to get uh, approval from the central bank to start offering mortgages in the market so you could see those two and you know this, the credit unions have a bit of the market as well they, they, they can they can do limited mortgage funding because otherwise it's just going to be cleanup time but the banks again they're going to be so happy and they're going to dictate the market and and and, and basically that's the last thing we need you know having allowed them to, to snap up what was left of kbc and ulster bank we don't want them having the whip hand and just dictating the the market matt yeah, there are listeners though who are saying, and here's an example from one, are these lenders thinking that things are overheating and they're protecting themselves for down the line? The reason that they're not willing to give these loans is that they're worried that prices are too high, they're going to come back and that people who borrow at existing prices could end up, and remember that thing, negative equity. No, Matt, you know, that's not, it's a completely different situation now because we have a very cautious central bank rule, the three and a half times lending rule, you know, the loan to income rules. You can only borrow three and a half times it's, and it's very difficult to get an exemption from that. And you have to have, if you're a first time buyer, a deposit of at least 10%. Those rules were not in place when we had the, the, the blow up. So those rules are protecting the market. So I mean, I don't think it's a case that these guys think that the market is going to collapse. I, don't, I, I mean, I've been emailing a number of economists today, and they think, look, at there's still demand in the market. Property prices will slow down, but um, you know, nobody's predicting a crash at the moment. Um, it, it, it's more that these guys have grown very fast because they had so, such good rates. They need to pull in their horns a bit, and funding has become far more expensive for them. So, you know, that that's why uh, we're, we're, we're seeing the amazing back. You know, they can't go mad because they can't loan out more than three and a half times income. They can't loan out you know, the old 100% mortgage that, that you know, can't do that anymore. So I don't think it's that. I hope it's not that anyway, Matt. <laughs> Very briefly, Charlie, one of the last hits from that Financial Times article, Brian Hayes from the Banking and Payments Federation was quoted as saying that 80% of Irish bank income comes from interest rate moves, 20% from fees, whereas in Europe it's a 60-40 split. What do you make of yeah. that? Well, you know, and, and, and that's that's what makes the, the Irish banks, puts them in a good position at the moment, Matt, because they're very dependent on interest, income. And the, the piece quotes uh, saying that if the European Central Bank increases its rates by 1%, in other words, if it goes again in September by another half percent, AIB will gain about 430 million euros from that and Bank of Ireland about 370 million euros. Because as you say, Matt, they're so heavily dependent on interest, income, Unlike banks in Europe, which would have fees, far more fees, you know, you'd, you'd have to pay a fee arranging a mortgage and all sorts of things. But with here, it's very much they're depending on the interest uh, income and the European Central Bank pushing up rates suddenly suits the Irish banks, putting them back in a strong position again. So, okay. you know, competition is, being, is, 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 is not winning here at all, unfortunately, Matt. Thank you very much. Charlie Weston, Personal Finance Editor of the Irish Independent. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.